0: Thank you.
1: Welcome to episode 36 of the TDR Now Podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on Tokyo Disney Resort, coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at TDRExplorer.com, on Twitter at TDRExplorer, and on Facebook at facebook.com/slash TDR Explorer. I'm your host, Patricia, the official photography for TDR Explorer. Uh, the website. You can find me on Twitter at at Dream Sweets, love and here, uh, my ever dapper, handsome co-host, and always with his Chippendale goods and loving his sweets, Chris. Chris, <laughs> welcome to the podcast again. Every every podcast, every
0: podcast. <laughs> yes, I am usually the one toting around every piece of Chippendale merchandise you can get your hands on. That's usually that's usually <laughs> me at the parks. If if you're if you're there. And also I'm always eating, stuffing my face because I love eating all the food because that's what I do. <laughs> so, I am the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow my personal Twitter at burninlover and there I even have more stuff about food in Japan in general. So if you want to look at that, go for it. You know, it's fun. Okay, so we have a kind of a different show today, and I will explain in a moment as to why. So first, we're going to have our crowd forecast. Yeah, I know, it's a little different than our previous shows. And we're going to talk about the expansion announcement for Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea, which just happened today. And then we're going to have our park tip. And our listener question, because we can't leave those out, because we know how much you guys love that. And then we're going to talk about what's going to happen on our next episode. So, first, I'm going to get the crowd forecast out of the way, so we can get to the more exciting stuff, I guess.
1: (laughs) Crowd forecast is pretty exciting. It is, it
0: is. (laughs) So, this is for the week of May 2nd, which is right in the middle of Golden Week. The busiest time of the of oh the year at Tokyo Disney Resort. Well, I shouldn't say the busiest time. It's one of the busiest times. But either way, it's incredibly busy. And for the 3rd to the 5th of May, the parks are going to be ridiculously busy. If you don't have to be there, don't. If you are there, good luck. <laughs> it's going to be very busy. But as always, it's going to be enjoyable because... It's really hard to have a bad time at Tokyo Disneyland or Tokyo Disney Sea. Just make sure you read our tips on the website so you know how to do all the attractions, eat all the good food and all that stuff. Even when it's busy, you can do that. And then right after the 5th, and specifically the 7th, it slows right down because everyone is going back home, back to school, back to work, all that stuff. So after this week of Golden Week, it's going to be nice and quiet. And, as always, we get our crowd forecast from tdrnavi.jp. They have the most up-to-date crowd forecast calendar. And, as a bonus, they have it in English as well. So make sure you check it out when you're booking and planning your trip to Tokyo Disney Resort, because they are awesome, and we use them all the time, and they're pretty accurate. Okay, so we're going to get to the portion of the episode rather quickly here, that we're going to probably talk about for the next hour or two hours or three hours or something. I don't know. We will see.
1: Something like that.
0: So, Patricia, what, what is what is going on with the resort right now?
1: Okay. Oh, my gosh, Chris. Oh, my gosh. This is so exciting. Okay. So, um, finally, we got uh, news on the expansion. Um, or should I say ex- expansions? Uh, because uh, it looks like they're going to be doing it in two parts Which I think is really smart because we were, you know, we were looking at it before and we're like, man, Tokyo Disneyland, that's going to be a Cluster Mouse or something. (laughs) A Cluster Um, Mouse? (laughs) A a Cluster Mouse. I had to replace the word. Um, Because they were going to close off a huge area of the park um, if they were going to go through with the first plan that they had, which would have been a nightmare for cast members, a nightmare for guests. And so it looks like they've decided to do it in parts. Uh, so the first part is going to be focused on the Beauty and the Beast area, which, oh my gosh, should we just start talking about it or should we give an overview? Let's just... Let's do an overview. Okay, yeah, just do that. Okay, there's going <laughs> to be a Beauty and the Beast land, basically. We don't know what it's called. There's going to be a new attraction in Tomorrowland, Big Hero 6, and a new character greeting facility, um, Chris, what what should we talk about first?
0: Uh, let's go... Because there's so much. Let's start with the Beauty and the Beast area. Okay. This Beauty and the Beast themed area is going to be part of Fantasyland. And it's actually going in place of the Grand Circuit... I can never get the name of this place or name of this attraction. <laughs>
1: Grand Circuit Raceway. There we go. That's kind of sad. But you know what? What we're going to be getting is awesome. So, so it's okay.
0: Yeah. So it's going over the Grand Circuit Raceway and also Star Jet's. Um, there There is a map that we have on the website that kind of shows where it's going. So both of those attractions are going to be closing in 2017. So I'm guessing after they're closed or like shortly thereafter, that's when they're going to start construction on, on all that stuff. But who knows?
1: For sure, because they got to get it done um, by 2020. Yeah.
0: Well, it says here the Grand Circuit Raceway is going to be closing January 2017 so that's a big portion that will be closed and then Star Jets doesn't close until autumn or winter of 2017.
1: What are they what do you think they're going to put where Star Jets is cuz that kind of like juts out into like the middle doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it's kind of like along the parade route too.
1: But looking looking at what they have blocked out with color, it looks like you can still walk from Tomorrowland kind of like where yeah into into, like going into toontown right
0: yeah you kind of have to like walk around star jets like to the left yeah it's it's not exact i guess as to what they're going to be doing there
1: i wonder if they're just going to tear down star jets and leave the space open
0: yeah it's hard to say it's
1: like right smack dab in the middle right yeah it's it's interesting I, i don't know we're all okay. So, okay, you guys. I know that you've been messaging on Twitter and stuff, asking questions and whatever. But guess what? We know as much as you do. <laughs> so we are we are pure speculation right now. Yeah. Okay.
0: And looking at this Beauty and the Beast attraction, because I want to talk about this attraction.
1: Oh, this is gonna be amazing, you guys. This
0: looks amazing just looking at the concept art and we only have one that looks like inside the attraction you're you're riding in Mm -hmm. it looks like teacups of some sort like some kind of dish
1: Maybe let me read the description okay guests board enchanted serving dishes that dance in rhythm to the film's well-known music and follow Belle on a romantic musical adventure inside the enchanted castle where she dances her way into the heart of the beast just in time to break the fateful spell guests will feel like they have entered right into the film.
0: So, right away, you can kind of guess, based on the description and based on the concept art, that this is going to be a trackless attraction, much like Winnie the Pooh,
1: Pooh's oh, Honey oh, Hunt. Not just like Winnie the Pooh, my friend. Mystic
0: Mystic Manor. Yes. Mystic Manor. <laughs> it-
1: Mystic Manor. This is going to be, okay, this is going to be like a mega version a mystic manner. I am telling you right now. Looking at the length of the attraction, mystic mystic manner runs at five and a half minutes. This runs at a whopping eight minutes. That is long. That is long for an attraction.
0: That is really long, and I love it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I so <love>
1: excited, it. <laughs> and it looks beautiful. So you can tell, like looking at the because they they usually keep pretty close to like what they do in the in the artwork that they release, right? You can tell, like. It looks like it's going to have like the same kind of like projection mapping, right? As Mystic Manor going on like in the background. The middle has a bunch of like looks it looks like animatronics, you know, which looks really cool. You got a big lumiere in there. I mean, and it looks like they're they're going to be able to pack this attraction with people because looking at the concept art, we see five dishes filled with people, filled with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty big. That's bigger than Mystic Manor cuz I think Mystic Manor what is it 4 per vehicle? Is it 4 or 6?
1: I think it was either 4 or 6. I think you're right. I don't remember I don't remember the exact amount.
0: Yeah, it's it's not very many.
1: This really fits the park's needs because it's going to be so popular. Yeah. And it looks like it's going to be like um one of those attractions that eats crowds, which the park really needs and if you can fit more people, the better so and it looks spectacular like just from the artwork just from the artwork it looks spectacular and and the design of like the exterior like the outside portions looks beautiful and
0: I bet that the queue for this attraction is going to be absolutely beautiful because it's going to be in the castle
1: oh my gosh for sure
0: so yeah like definitely I think this attraction is definitely going to be a crowd eater it's going to hold a ton of people which is going to be really, really nice, and like speaking of it, eating up a Can lot I bet of you guests. The wait
1: time is still going to be like five hours. Oh, probably. <laughs>
0: like for me, I'm wondering what uh, what is going to happen with the uh, wait times for the other attractions like Pooh's Honey Hunt and Monsters, Inc. because you know those are the most popular ones typically for fast passes. So it's going to be interesting to see how this attraction affects those ones and see how that plays out.
1: For sure, yeah, definitely.
0: Oh, I'm so excited for this this attraction.
1: This is so exciting! So it says tentative um, spring 2020. So if you're planning a trip, you get to see you could plan it. Okay, so like it says spring, but what if it's a little delayed or something? Okay, plan your trip for the Olympics. Go to Tokyo Disney Sea. It should definitely be open by that time. Hopefully. So hope hopefully definitely.
0: and and also this attraction is going to be exclusive to us.
1: Yeah, which is awesome. It, well, not just this attraction. A bunch of the attractions uh, that they announced are they're really. Um, I guess they want to compete with Shanghai. Maybe I don't know, but they're they're um, if not exclusive, they are at least they have something only for Tokyo Disney Sea. So one of the attractions that we're going to talk about later um, when we're talking about the news for Disney Sea uh, is something that's going to be in the other parks, but it's going to have a twist that has scenes only for us. Um, but we're not there yet. Okay. We're still, okay. Let's, let's focus a little bit more on beauty and the beast land. It says we're going to have one shop. Obviously they would not open an attraction without a shop and, um, one restaurant, which I'm really excited about the restaurant. If it's anything like the restaurant at Disney world, which is gorgeous, it is going to be so awesome. Here's a question
0: because I haven't been to the fantasy land in Walt Disney world since they've redone it. Where is the restaurant located? Exactly.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay, you're asking me this question and I always for some reason get turned around in that area. I don't know what it is. It's close to the Aerials, the Aerial attraction. And oh, it's it's like so weird. I I can't explain it cuz when I'm in the park and I've been there like a week or 2 weeks, I still cannot find the freaking restaurant when I when I'm like in a in a hurry. So it's close. It's close to the. It's next to the Little Mermaid one, though. It's close to that.
0: I guess the uh, the uh, better question would be: Is
1: where's the Little Mermaid?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that too. But but <laughs> is this restaurant in like the uh, castle of Beauty and the Beast, or is it a completely it's different building? Castle. It's in the castle.
1: It's in the castle.
0: So, judging by the concept art for Tokyo Disneyland, it looks like. The restaurant is separate from the castle, which I guess would make sense since the castle is going to be an attraction.
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah, because uh, looking at
1: they said that they say that their exterior a major attraction.
0: Yeah, so looking at the concept art, there's another building off to the left of the castle.
1: Oh, do you think? Okay, so looking at the building to the left of the castle, village and Beauty and the Beast. So do you think it's going to be like the Gaston Tavern? Ah,
0: uh, maybe that would make sense. Because it's, that would be cool. because it is the is the uh, village is what it is. Yeah. So that would, oh, there we go. That would make complete, and total sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: I like that, and yeah, uh, they don't have any information on what the shop is or what the restaurant is. They just said there's going to be one. That's it. Um, but we we're, oh we're also getting a live entertainment theater.
1: I'm so excited about this. Which
0: is going it's... in between the Beating Beast area and Space Mountain. Yeah. So it's gonna be wedged in between there. And it looks gorgeous, judging by the the concept art here. And it kind of looks like we're gonna get another show that is maybe, you know. Almost as good as Big Band Beat, just by judging by the concept art of the theater inside. Because it looks very lavish and elegant.
1: It looks like Broadway Music Theater, but for Fantasyland.
0: Yeah, it totally does. So I'm wondering if we're going to get, you know, something completely original or if we're going to get, you know, uh, uh, what's that? Mickey and the Magical Book or whatever it's called. I can't remember the name right now.
1: I don't think so. If if we go by what we're looking at they're releasing right now, the information that they're releasing, it looks like they are trying to release original attractions. So I have a feeling that this is going to be a a show original to us. But, but, you're right. It does say presented in the storybook theater environment. So... So
0: it's hard to tell,
1: mm, hard to tell, or or what they could do to kind of keep it a little bit original, like the attraction that we're going to talk about later. They could bring over the show, right? Stor- the storybook show, which is really amazing, um, from what I've heard. But they could add scenes that are original to our parks.
0: That would make sense, right? Mm-hmm.
1: So, okay, let's read the description. Opening in a new area of Fantasyland, this will be the first full-scale indoor theater for live entertainment at Tokyo Disneyland. Um, signature Disney entertainment unique, but there we go, unique to Tokyo Disneyland, right? And featuring the Disney friends will be presented in the storybook theater environment. So it is going to be something unique to our parks.
0: Yeah. So.
1: And I wonder, is it going to be facing... It's got to be facing towards... It's weird. It's just so weird the way they've kind of like drawn this map. I have. I feel like it should be facing towards the Beauty and the Beast area and be part of the Beauty and the Beast area, right? Because it's Fantasyland. It's not going to be like, you're not going to have an entrance from Tomorrowland, right? Yeah. Will you?
0: I don't think so, because that'd be really maybe weird. maybe there'll
1: be like a path. Maybe there'll be a path well, that you can walk to.
0: Looking at the concept art that shows the entire area of Beauty and the Beast, there's a little yeah. area a building to the far right
1: oh there it is yeah so it that looks like it looks
0: like it's part of it so this area is going to eat up a lot of people because right now the uh, grand circuit raceway doesn't eat up that many people
1: and it's a huge, and it's, that attraction has a big area yeah
0: that's a huge area so we're they're going to be able to increase the capacity of the park i'm guessing
1: well, yeah, because definitely Grand Circuit Raceway, it, it does eat people, but not as much as this is going to do, because you have a, a full theater, and you have the attraction.
0: So, here's a question that they haven't meant or they, they haven't answered. What's going to happen to the other theater that is in Tomorrowland? Is that cl- going to close? Are they going to keep the shows there? I wonder what they're going to do with that.
1: I have a feeling they're going to close it, and they're going to use it for something else. Hmm. Hmm. maybe could be wrong
0: maybe that's where they're going to put It's a Small World (laughs) I don't that (laughs) would be so weird
1: (laughs) oh my god in between uh, Star Tours and uh, Space Mountain (laughs) and Space Mountain
0: (laughs) well because from before the information they gave us from before it looked like they were going to move It's a Small World to where the grand circuit raceway was going to be judging by concept art and all that kind of stuff they had before but now with this new information that's obviously not happening so
1: they're rethinking things completely
0: which is kind of cool that they're keeping us on our toes (laughs) so so if so if anyone asks we don't know what's happening with it's a small world we don't know where it's going or if it's even moving or what's happening with it we have no idea
1: We know as much as you guys. Yeah. Um, One more note about the theater. It should fit about 1,500 people.
0: That's a lot of people. Mm -hmm. That is a lot of people. And that's tentative for spring 2020. So all this stuff is spring 2020, basically.
1: So far, yeah.
0: So what else is happening in Tomorrowland?
1: Okay, so um, this one a little less exciting, but still looks really cute and fun. A new attraction theme to the Disney film Big Hero Six. Attraction name to be determined. A ride type attraction theme to dis the. D- you just said that article will open in Tomorrowland. Also, for the first time, either Tokyo Disneyland or Tokyo Disney Sea. C- what? In either Tokyo Disneyland or Tokyo Disney Sea, a shop theme to outer space and selling popcorn in multiple flavors will open next to the new attraction. What? <laughs> yeah that was I hadn't weird read that part before i read that <laughs> it's a like few a times like a popcorn extravaganza <laughs> what why is okay i know popcorn's like a, a popular snack but i don't know if it's popular enough to devote an entire store to it uh, <laughs> to all the different flavors i don't know
0: what they're doing with that but this baymax or big hero six i i don't know what to call it anymore i just call it baymax because it's easier
1: I'm really excited about the popcorn shop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wonder if they're going to have like exclusive popcorn flavors there.
1: I wonder if you can mix and match the flavors.
0: Oh, that would be... That is so simple that it would work.
1: Right? Seriously. Like Soyu butter, uh, soy sauce and butter, and um, honey. <laughs> uh,
0: maybe. No. Maybe not. <laughs>
1: Okay, okay, about the Big Hero 6 ride. Um, it says the, dura- the duration. Oh my gosh, did we talk about the duration of the beauty? We did. We said it was eight minutes. Okay. About the duration of this ride, it's uh, one and a half minutes, um, which for the type of attraction it is, looks um, about right. Uh, it says the lovable robot Baymax from the Disney film Big Hero 6 invites guests to join their own personal healthcare companion for an exciting musical, Whip Ride. That swings them unpredictably round and round. So this sounds mm. a lot like what they have in Cars Land now, doesn't it?
0: Yes, sounds oh, like. I'm okay with. Yeah, it's 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 a, gonna be a kid's ride. So mm,
1: I mean, but like you know, whatever you, I think all ages can kind of have fun with it, right? Yeah. Oh, look at that. Oh, okay. Oh, it's totally what they have in Cars Land. Cause look, the little car is attached to Baymax, and he spins you around. And you, you're attached to that little rope.
0: Oh, just like uh,
1: the the mater mater's something.
0: <laughs> mater something something jamboree. There we go. Good enough. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Okay. People Baymax. are going to send me hate mail now.
1: <laughs> Baymax, is that a safe activity? If you're a healthcare provider, I don't know if that's safe thinking for you. But it looks super. It looks fun. It looks super cute.
0: And it looks like it's indoors, or covered
1: yeah looks like there's lots of lights and stuff oh no wait you can see outdoors look yeah like in the background it
0: looks like it's kind of like um the uh, half and half kind of like the uh, the, uh, teacups where it's covered on the top at the outside you can see around the edges the outside is
1: it is it a good idea to have this attraction next to the popcorn shop because like maybe some kids might get sick spinning and whipping around (laughs)
0: who knows (laughs)
1: Can you see the popcorn shop in the background? Hold on, expand. No, those are people in line. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they did the line in the background, this huge line of people. That's funny. It's a ginormous crowd that is waiting to get whipped around by Baymax.
0: And this attraction is going, it's kind of hard to describe, but we have a picture on the website that shows the little blue dot. It's kind of between the Beauty and the Beast area and the indoor theater. But kind of more forward. It, yeah, it's hard to explain. Oh,
1: dude, you know where it is? What? That's where they have the lottery.
0: Yeah, so they're probably moving the lottery over yeah. one. they're probably just moving it over one or something like that. Because judging by the well, art does here, it
1: cover the, hold on, does it cover the? Does it cover the whole building?
0: No, it looks like part of it's like not covered.
1: Half of the building, yeah. What do they so they do; they're going to move it somewhere else. I'm sure. Yeah, or you just do it on your phone, <laughs> which is maybe why they started that in the first place. Oh, uh, who knows? Yeah.
0: And then, so we talked about Beating the Beast. We talked about the theater. We talked about the Baymax attraction, and oh, and Toontown is getting a new. Minnie Mouse greeting facility. I don't know why Minnie Mouse needs a new one, but she's getting one.
1: <laughs> she didn't have one.
0: The, I thought she was in the house in Toontown.
1: No, she's not. Mickey's in the house. She doesn't have her own greeting facility.
0: Shows you what I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is pretty cool. I like the idea of this. I was like at first, like I was looking, the concept art is kind of wonky, but the idea is actually like really cool. Right?
0: She's a a fashion designer?
1: Yeah. Minnie Mouse, as a fashion designer, will greet guests in her studio designed in fashionable costume. After walking through Minnie's design studio and her work area with interactive elements, guests can meet Minnie in person, take pictures with her, and generally spend a memorable... I like that last line. Generally spend a memorable time together. (laughs) Generally. (laughs) Generally. Okay. (laughs) Right? Sure. Um, But... I like like here they have her like in this little watermelon costume because it's like a picnic theme. So they're going to have her. I bet it's like Mickey that they're going to be like a bunch of different outfits and it's random which outfit you get. So that's that really is, cool.
0: That is clever because we we know how much people love costumes here, especially when they have like limited costumes. People just go nuts for it.
1: For sure. And it looks like you get props.
0: That looks like a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Do you see the props though?
0: Yeah, there's like a picnic basket, and this the one person in the art here has like big goofy glasses. Yeah, maybe you get like
1: hats and stuff that you can borrow from minis, like atelier or something like that.
0: That's fun. I like that. That's really fun. That is pretty uh, pretty uh, creative too. I would say.
1: But it looks really nice. Uh, that's also spring 2020. Everything is spring 2020.
0: My guess is they're going to start all this construction in 2017 uh, probably in the winter after Grand Circuit Raceway closes because that's the big portion of it. We got a long road ahead of us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's so short time though. It's like one more year.
0: And you know what? I've never actually ridden Grand Circuit Raceway or Star Jets.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, so next year you have to ride in um, springtime when the cherry blossoms are blooming because they have some beautiful cherry blossoms on that track.
0: Okay. I will do that. I will do that.
1: And it's also fun to ride at night um, when they're doing the fireworks.
0: Well, that makes sense.
1: It's not that far. It'll be here before you know it.
0: The Olympics will be here. beating the Beast will be here. It's going to be a fun year at Disneyland. <laughs> and um, because people have been asking quite a bit, we don't know what's happening with the Alice in Wonderland stuff that they announced a while ago, like last year. They haven't said anything. But they did mention that there's more stuff on the way and when it's ready they will announce it so we don't know what's going on with that yet but something is happening just don't know what yeah
1: it would have been crazy to do Alice in Wonderland and cut off that whole area at the same time so um yeah. it looks like they're going to they're going to do the next expansion after 2021 we don't know what it is but we can we can kind of imagine that they're going to keep those ideas that they had earlier and they're just going to divide it up which is I think is a lot smarter, you know.
0: Yeah, because if they had most of Fantasyland and a lot of like the Tomorrowland area under construction, that is a lot of um like space that they're taking up and it's going to make the crowds unmanageable because there's these like attractions that aren't there anymore to eat people up. That sounded really weird, but <laughs> yeah. So, this makes complete sense for them to do that. And having them aim for 2020, again, makes perfect sense because of the Olympics. We're going to have so many inbound tourists at that time. It just makes sense to have these big things done in time for that.
1: All right. So, let's move on to Disney Sea. Um Disney Sea not so much news because I think they they are dividing it um they're dividing it up this uh the stuff that's supposed to be done by 2020 and then their plans to start from uh 2021. So Disney Sea it looks like they're fine. like I don't know if you guys have been following like Disney Sea and like the attractions like that they've w- always wanted, right? They always wanted a Fantasmic. And one of the attractions that they've always 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 wanted was soaring, right? And um, we're going to get our own version of soaring. It looks like it's soaring over the world, but with some scenes unique to our park. It says a simulator attraction, soaring, tentative name, so we might get a different name. Will open at Mediterranean Harbor in Tokyo Disney Sea. This very popular attraction, was, which has been enjoyed by guests visiting the Disney parks outside Japan, can now be experienced at Tokyo Disney Sea with original scenes and the newest visual images. Um, the ride length is about five minutes, which sounds about right. And it says guests who visit the attraction overlooking Mediterranean Harbor will be able to experience a journey soaring over famous landscapes of the world while feeling the breezes and scents that match the various scenes. And this is for fiscal year 2019 tentative.
0: And looking at the concept art for the attraction inside, uh, it looks like we're getting like uh, this Da Vinci inspired vehicle.
1: Yeah, they're tying it, looks it in so cool. The, it does. They're tying it into the theme of, of the of the area, you know, which I think is fantastic. The building looks beautiful.
0: It really does. Like when I when I when I first read about this, um, in there and it said, you know, Disney C is gonna get sore and I kinda thought, Well, that's kind of a cop out. Like, okay, fine, whatever. And then I looked at the concept art and I'm like, Wow, that is really nice. I am super excited for this now.
1: I love the vehicles. Yeah, it looks so cool. It looks
0: gorgeous, and I should not be surprised that they that they are going to do it right, and they're going to make it make sure that it matches perfectly to the Mediterranean Harbor, because if they didn't, that would be just nuts.
1: (laughs) And they've been wanting this for a while. They've been, you know, and in that area, it was always supposed to be in that area. So. It's cool to see it's finally cuz you kept hearing rumors it's coming it's coming it's going to be in that area to finally see it coming is like really interesting. Yeah. But that attraction is not a people eater. So I wonder how big the the attraction building it has to be fairly big because they've got to have like a, a few of those boarding rooms because it that attraction even like at Disney World and you know where the lines are much uh smaller, it is a long wait. For that ride, yeah,
0: it takes a long time to load it, and then yes. and then the attraction's five minutes long. Then it takes long time for everyone to get out, and yeah, it just it takes a really long time. And where it's being located, this is kind of hard to explain without a visual. But again, we have a picture on on the uh, website. It's going in the Mediterranean Harbor, but it's along the backside when you're walking towards uh, uh, Mysterious Island. So it's kind of like wedged in between uh, the uh, current Mediterranean Harbor and the pathway around uh, Mermaid Lagoon and then the backside of uh, Arabian Coast.
1: So it's where the, the ruins are.
0: Yeah. So they're going to change that area up, which is going to be kind of nice because there's not much there. Except for, you know, some uh, scenery and, you know, all the uh, all the uh, plants that you get to see as well.
1: Yeah, like Mediterranean Harbor, you know, the attractions that it has are the shows, the the gondolas. And then it doesn't have any other kind of like major attractions. So this is kind of like putting a major attraction like at the front of the park, you know.
0: And I wonder if this is going to be a fast pass attraction.
1: Oh, yes. I think I think so.
0: So I wonder how that's going to, again, how it's going to affect... Crowds and how people move. Obviously, when it first opens, that's going to be the first thing everyone goes to. Be
1: the first thing. Yeah. But
0: I wonder if this will take over Toy Story Mania. You know, because as when Toy Story Mania opened, like that was insane, and it's still insane to this day. So I wonder if this will be the uh, the uh, new attraction that everyone runs to.
1: It it will. Yeah, it definitely will. It's and that's they're all going to run in that direction. For sure. Which is
0: harder to run to because there is that area with the steps. And then there's also the, uh, I guess, the uh, back way way. as well. Yeah,
1: the back way is what people are going to take, I think.
0: So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with crowds with that, like how that's going to happen.
1: I wonder if if cast members are going to block off the stair area and force people to take the other way. Because the stairs could be kind of dangerous.
0: Especially if it's been raining or whatever. Yeah, because there's quite a bit of steps there. There's one, mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, four flights of stairs, something like that.
1: And they're kind of like spread out, so if, if people are running up, I think they're—I really think they might kind of like block off the area and guide people the other way.
0: Yeah, like they'll probably what will happen is the uh, fast pass line or whatever will just wrap around that back area.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm yeah, and that's what for sure—that's
0: probably what they'll end up doing. So. For those of you that have never written Toy Story Mania because the uh, wait time is going to be, or the yeah, wait time is too high, well, wait for 2019, and the wait time will probably be manageable by then.
1: <laughs> or write it in the States. It's a way shorter line.
0: But we have the nicest queue.
1: It's, it's not that nice that you want to wait like a few hours.
0: The nicest queue, and I'm standing by that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, um a couple of other uh notes that are added. Some really interesting stuff. Um there there is it, so, you know, if you've heard any of the rumors, it looks like, you know, they've had trouble hiring at the resort. Um you know, it's not a lot of pay and you don't get a lot of benefits and so you know of course there's other options for for young people to find jobs but it looks like they're doing something to improve that it says human resource development and maintenance of environments at Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea parks oriental land will expand the systems to educate and train cast members thus raising their level of knowledge and skills for providing services to guests and together with communication measures and enriched award systems did you notice that last part award systems So maybe cast members will finally be getting some kind of benefit, whether it be a discount or maybe they get to go to the park for free. I don't know. They don't say. But there is going to be some kind of benefit for the cast members. Um, They uh, will further promote the creation of work environments where cast members can sense their own growth and feel satisfaction in their work. Through these efforts, cast members who play an essential role in Disney parks will be able to offer guests an even higher level of hospitality in addition to expansion plans for attractions and entertainment programs. Other measures will be taken to improve guest experiences at the park, shop, restaurants, and service facilities. So I thought that was a really interesting note and could be potentially really good news for um, current and future cast members that are going to be working at the resort. And in addition, so um, we were talking about like these these plans for 2021, right? It says investment plans for further development of Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea applicable for fiscal year 2021 and after are currently being considered by Oriental Land. For Tokyo Disneyland, the new development plans will apply to all seven theme lands, including Fantasyland. Alice in Wonderland area, maybe as mentioned earlier in this release, an area based development for each theme land to take place in stages is intended to leave a lasting impact on the park. So maybe we'll get like upgrades to all the lands. What do you think?
0: That sounds pretty cool there.
1: It does sound pretty cool, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, I guess we're not going to get the uh, Scandinavian ports until sometime after 2021, because I'm guessing that's going to be a big undertaking in its own
1: no yeah for sure i think they're focusing on one area at a time which is i think is really good you know um and so here we go it talks about disney sea it says the large-scale development plans for tokyo disney sea making use of multiple expansion sites did you notice that multiple expansion sites so the scandinavia area plus other something else something else. So they're moving the OLC headquarters. I think they're moving it to Shinurayasu somewhere. So it could be that area that they're going to use as well. So uh, where is that area? We need a map. But anyway, that's another area where they could totally build another new land for sure. Um, it says expansion sites are meant to achieve a rapid evolution of the only Sea park themed to the sea and thereby broadly raising the degree of guest satisfaction from both a qualitative and quantitative standpoint. Uh, In addition, Oriental Land intends to investigate various ways to add more value to Tokyo Disney Resort as a whole, such as increasing the number of guest rooms at hotels within the resort. So again, if you've been kind of following what OLC has been doing with its properties, um, you might have noticed that they purchased and have torn down the NK Hole, which is on the monorail line. In between what hilton and sheridan i, I forgot what, what hotels it's in between but it's right smack dab in prime property so that's probably where you know we don't know for sure but we're speculating that's probably where you're going to see another brand new disney hotel on the monorail line where the bayside hotels are hmm. mm, interesting interesting stuff here right um in addition da, 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 moreover regarding plans for further growth through new business other than the Tokyo Disney Resort business they're always doing this and it's they never come up with any good ideas they always fail outside of Tokyo Disney so if they do something that that works good on them um oriental land will continue planning for a new and separate business segment that is not constrained by a specific time frame but wouldn't it be cool if that's like the Okinawa plans that they had right <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be insane.
1: That would be awesome. And just another reason to go to Okinawa, which is gorgeous. I want to go so bad. Yeah. Ah. um. Okay. And then they're considering what they're going to do for 2021. So we don't know yet. They're not going to tell us yet, um, but we'll, I'm sure, hear about it soon.
0: Yeah. And again, to reiterate, we don't know what's happening with Alice in the Wonderland. We don't know what's happening with the frozen Scandinavian port. So your guess is as good as ours at this point. We don't know yet. But as soon as we know something, we will definitely let you guys know. Because that's what we're here for. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ooh, that was a lot of stuff.
0: It is. And I am still gushing over this concept art for the Beauty and the Beast attraction. Because I love Beauty and the Beast so much. That is one of my favorite Disney movies because yes. when it came out I was rather young and so I watched it quite a bit and I was even in a play version of it in elementary school so oh my
1: god who did you play
0: I was like a background character I think I was like a baker or something <laughs> <laughs> all I did was stand there that's all I remember I just stood there
1: you were eating the bread probably shaped bread well,
0: that's probably what I was doing yes yes <laughs> But yeah, uh, Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorite movies, and I love Mystic Manor. And the thought that this attraction yes. is going to be like Mystic Manor just makes me so incredibly happy, because Mystic Manor is amazing. If if you guys haven't been on Mystic Manor, when you get a chance, ride it a million times because it is that good.
1: It's such a cool attraction, and I'm I'm glad that Hong Kong has its own original attraction, even oh, though yeah. I wanted to steal it for Disney Sea. I kind of still do.
0: Well, I guess we're now kind of getting our own kind of version of it at Disneyland. We're our
1: own version. Yeah. yeah. That
0: is exclusive to us. So, yay. <laughs> yay.
1: Yay for exclusive attractions. Oh, <laughs> uh,
0: I cannot wait for this attraction. 2020 can't come quick enough.
1: It's all right. It'll 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 come by, like, before you know it. Believe me.
0: Yeah, it'll be... Oh, jeez. It's 2020 already. The Olympics are here. Beauty and the Beast is open. <laughs> oh, jeez. And by then... Or uh, annual passes are going to be like double the price what they are now.
1: Oh, there you go. Yeah, more more value. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're adding more value, so we're raising the price. <laughs> yeah,
0: totally. Okay, so I think I think that's good for now. We can Totes. gush. We can gush about this more in another episode. I'm sure. Um, I know you guys probably noticed that we changed the episode. This episode. Uh, we were we were going to talk about the Gibby Museum and also a, a surprise Tokyo Disney Resort 101. But we're going to move that over to the next episode. So don't worry. We're still going to do it. We're just going to delay it one week. Just like how OLC delays things. We're going to delay this to the next episode. <laughs> <That's about it. laughs>
1: yes, there's going to be a tentative date for it.
0: Yes. But we're still going to do our park tip, which Patricia has prepared for us.
1: Oh my gosh! Park tip. Okay, um, for this week's park tip, I am going to tell you go out right now. Whether you have to go to an import store, or if you live um, in Japan, go uh, go to iTunes or go to Bon Voyage or your favorite CD shop, and um, pick up the fifth the Year of Wishes Tokyo Disney Sea um, like CD set. Or download it on iTunes and you don't have to worry about CDs. But it's 39 songs. It's a little pricey. I know, 4,000 yen, but it's so worth it. It's got such good songs. It's got the anniversary theme, it's got the Disney Sea theme. One of them, like the one that they usually play. So they don't. Whatever happened to the other themes? Because, okay, when the park first opened, they had like six different versions of that song and you never hear them anymore. So where did those go? But anyway, it has the the theme that they usually play. It's got um the Mermaid, uh Lagoon Theater song, Tower of Terror with some ex Okay, so the Tower of Terror tracks has some extra music added to it, which hasn't been on any of the other CDs, which is really cool. You've got the music from Toy Story Mania for the first time, I think. Um Storm Rider, of course, which they've released before, but you know what? You can't have enough of this song. Um The other attraction rides, uh, Center, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Indiana Jones, Magic Lamp Theater, Sinbad, uh, then it's got Fantasmic, uh, Table is Waiting, Big Bambi. I'm not going to read all of them, but um, (laughs) shows like Porto Paradiso, um, My Favorite Style, which is like what I never got to see, but I love, love, love that show. And the music for the show is so amazing. So, um, So much mysterious masquerade. You know, these compilations always have a bunch of songs from like the different ports and the rides and um and the shows. But there's a couple of new things on here which I think makes it worth buying. So check it out. The price is not terrible if you think about how many songs you get. You get 39 songs for 4,000 yen. So, like, what, like, about a little over a dollar a song, right? That's Mm -hmm. nothing. Um I'm a sucker for these CD sets. Like, any anniversary, we, like, the 25th anniversary, we bought, like, that giant box set, you know. Um, And they're always amazing, and they're always fantastic, and totally worth it if you love Disney music. So, go and check it out, and find a way to buy it right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And also, to add to the tip, um, Amazon.co.jp, they do ship certain items To other countries, not just Japan. So you can go on there and make an account and you can order or try and order the CD and have it shipped overseas. And they have it all in English. So you can try and do that. I don't know for sure if they do it for the Disney CDs, but I know they've done it for other musical CDs in the past. So I don't see why they wouldn't do it for this. So if you wanna try that, Go ahead, and if it works, let us know, because we live in Japan, so it just just works for us. (laughs) So I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure it will. Or if you want to buy it off of iTunes, it's a little bit trickier. You have to create an iTunes Japan account. And how do you make one? Well, the easiest way is to have a Japanese credit card, but if you don't live in Japan, you're not going to have a Japanese credit card, so that's not going to work. You can buy an iTunes card from Japan online through various websites. Um, I don't know any off the top of my head. But you can buy an iTunes card from there and make a Japanese iTunes account uh, for Japan. Again, this is all in English. And then you input your iTunes card. And then voila, you have yourself a Japanese iTunes account. And then you can go in there and browse and buy Tokyo Disney Resort music and download it. Super convenient, super super convenient.
1: Oh my gosh, Chris, Apple is going to come after us.
0: Shh, don't tell them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, don't tell them. Don't tell them we sent you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yes. So, this week our listener question comes from Walter, and they write, "So here's my question. I noticed that on the episode list In your TDR Now podcast, it only keeps the most recent 30 podcasts you do. As of right now, episodes 1 through 8 have disappeared from the list. Is there any place to find all your podcasts so that we can listen to your first couple of episodes? Well, first, first, I checked, and this is with iTunes. I don't know about other um, podcast apps, but this is for iTunes in particular. So for whatever reason, it doesn't show all our episodes. It starts cutting them off.
1: You know, that's something new that they're doing because they didn't used to do that before. Stupid iTunes. <laughs> you know, that is like, why are you even using iTunes? Because iTunes sucks so much. I cannot I cannot even take it. I, I open it and I'm filled with rage, you know. And the only time I would use it was when there was a podcast. Like, I usually use Stitcher, right? And Stitcher kind of like does cut it off after a certain number. I think it has all of ours still. Hold on. I'm opening it right now. I'm going to check it. Okay. Hold on. I'm on Stitcher. Come on. 15, 10, No, Stitcher cuts it off at episode 10. Damn you, Stitcher. You failed me too. (laughs) But iTunes used to have it. So Stitcher would cut it off and iTunes used to have all the episodes of the podcast you were looking for. So I don't know what iTunes is doing, but it's so stupid. Why do you do that? iTunes, stop. Stitcher, you too. I can't take it. But okay, there's a solution. Forget iTunes and Stitcher. Stitcher. Just go to the TDR Now website. Like, Chris, like, where's the link for it? Where's the link for the podcast?
0: Um, well, it's right on our, our, right on our homepage. Or if you just go to tdrexplorer.com slash podcast, it's going to list every single episode we have done right down to the very first episode where we had no idea what we were doing when we first started. (laughs) (laughs) It's, yeah. But all the episodes are there. You can listen to them from the very beginning and see how terrible we were on our first episode where we talked about... We talked about... Let me see. We talked about Halloween. We talked about Halloween.
1: Oh. 2014.
0: And the episode was only 22 minutes.
1: Oh, you can can hear me complaining about Halloween from 2014 and 2015.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that seems so long ago. That seems so long (laughs) ago already. That was... Just over a year and a half.
1: And yet we still had the same parade. for Oh my God. Are we going on four? Was it four years? How, how long did we have that parade for? For like three or four years?
0: Something like that.
1: Oh my God. Okay. So we're <laughs> having a new parade this year. <laughs> 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 okay. So
0: Walter, to answer your question, go to tdrexplorer.com slash podcast and all the epi- all our episodes are there for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness oh, what an episode we've had what an episode we've had so far
1: this is such exciting news though I mean I don't know how we're not going to gush about this every episode until 20
0: 2020 like,
1: whenever it comes out 2020
0: people are going to be sick of it by the time, <laughs> by the time it comes out
1: we're going to be like at the construction site like like those people that take pictures of like the rubble <laughs> <laughs> and the little, the little like the facade going up—it's gonna be so sad. <gasps> oh, yes, oh that gosh. is gonna
0: be us, and I'm gonna be proud of it.
1: It's true. And then we're gonna so... be like, when are the previews? When are the previews?
0: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna start asking in 2017 when the previews. Sure. <laughs> so For when sure. are the previews happening? How do we get tickets?
1: <laughs> Forget to. The... Okay, dude. Look, let me tell you those previews, the press and the tickets always come after they do the previews to like the the sneaks, sneak peeks. Yeah.
0: It's so weird how in Japanese it's called sneak.
1: I know. Now look, see, now they got me saying it. Oh my gosh. Previews, previews.
0: Yeah, preview Sneak. Sneak. Yeah, when when I first saw that word, when I was reading stuff on Twitter, because there's Japanese people tweeting about like sneak previews, I'm like, what is sneak? <laughs> like, sneak. I was like, sneakers? What about... St- I don't understand. This makes no sense. <laughs> what is this about sneakers? Oh, sneak. Oh, sneak preview. Oh, like another...
1: Sneak, like, have you ever heard, like, sneak peek?
0: Yeah, sneak peek, sneak preview, yeah. Yeah. So now like it makes sense. <laughs> but at the time, it made zero sense to me. <laughs> but now it does. Um. Yeah, so if, if you guys want to send us any questions... For us to answer on the podcast or in general, send it to contact at tdrexplorer.com um, and make sure you you put in the subject that it's a question for the podcast just so we can differentiate who's emailing us because we actually do get a lot of emails now. So I'm just wanting to keep everything nice and organized because that's how I like to do it. Our next episode. So...
1: Oh my god, what are we talking about next episode?
0: So, next episode, I promise, I promise, I promise, we're going to talk about the Ghibli Museum. Yeah! As part of our new segment about Japan. So, we're going to talk about other stuff, like in the Tokyo area or other parts of Japan that kind of pertain to your interests. Because when you come to Japan, like, obviously, you want to go to Tokyo Disneyland, Tokyo Disney Sea, but you would be doing yourself a disservice if you don't see other parts of Japan because Japan is a wonderful country and there's so many things to do here. So we're going to talk more about the wonderful things you can do outside of the parks. And the Ghibli Museum is one of those things that we'll talk about. And then for our Tokyo Disney Resort 101, I'm going to give away what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about about costs. So like, what does stuff cost? Like, what does a meal cost? What does a snack cost? What does a drink cost? What does a t-shirt cost? What does a pin cost? What does One Nightmare Costa cost? We're going to talk about all that kind of stuff because money is important.
1: Oh my gosh, you know those little pin badge characters? Yes. They're like 1900 yen now.
0: Yeah, the Chip and Dale ones are 2,900 yen.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> you get two. It's like a discount. But still, I, I have
0: to buy both of them. I can't I just buy shopping, one. went
1: shopping and I was shocked, but kind of not that shocked, but a little shocked. I'm like 1,900 yen. Wasn't it like 1,600 yen before? We'll talk about this next episode. Yeah, but yeah, I don't Have you remember. done your shopping yet? Have you bought like a lot of stuff yet?
0: <laughs> I bought too much
1: okay we'll talk about that next episode and what everything costs so exciting okay it's gonna be fun come to the website leave comments leave suggestions leave questions rate us review us please pretty please and um check out our website check out chris's videos where he eats all the food it's so awesome and uh, we love you and we will see you next episode <laughs> keep exploring
0: all right, guys. Thank you so much, and thank you for listening, as always, and listening to us rant and well, not really rant. I guess more just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk, <laughs> and talk about all this fun stuff. But yeah, make sure you rate us on iTunes. Even though Patricia hates iTunes, please rate us yeah. on iTunes.
1: Yeah, I know. Go there only to rate and review us, <laughs> but don't use it. So please
0: rate <laughs> us. Please. So please rate us on there and on Stitcher and all those fun places. Send us your questions at contact at tdrexplorer.com, our website tdrexplorer.com, um, on Twitter at tdrexplorer, and also on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. So, until next time, we will talk to you guys later.